You're listening to The Long Game Podcast with Sandra Scaiano. In a world where everyone is doing, it's easy to get lost in a sea of comparison, secret tricks, and promises of overnight success. The Long Game is my approach to business, the actual day-in and day-out philosophy that you have to show up, you have to do the work, and there's no quick fixes for long-term success. I'm a web designer, digital strategist, and energetic thinker, and I'm here to share the process and lessons I experience with my clients daily who are going through the same struggles of building a business as you are. We'll hear from successful entrepreneurs sharing their long game strategies, and I'm fun, so we're going to have a little fun along the way too. Thanks for being here. Let's get to today's episode. The long game is systems. I've been thinking a lot about systems lately. You know, systems are about getting your shit together. Overwhelm is one of the most common things I hear from my clients and read in Facebook group discussions. You know, systems are the key to overcoming overwhelm. Too much to do stressing you out? Create a system to deal with it. It brings order and with order comes calm. And I'll let you in on a little something. Systems are the secret to scale. The better systems you have, the better prepared you are to navigate the influx that comes with scaling. All right, systems can do a number of things for your business. So let's talk about this. You know, they can organize you. And we all know how good it feels to be organized, how feeling in control can go along with that. Systems can automate you. You know, as you're building your system, you know, you can look at it and see what parts, if not all of it, can be automated. You know, I'm big on automating things with my clients. You know, most are solopreneurs and adding automations, you know, it allows for them to be freed up and not be doing every little thing. And let me tell you, when I talk about systems with them and the systems that I want to create with them, it lights them up. I mean, there is visible relief in their voices and in their faces. I can see them getting it, that they now get how they're going to be able to do this and make it work and get through the overwhelm they're feeling. Systems create a path. And having a path is clarity. Having a path means the process is thought out and you're serving and doing what you're supposed to be doing every step of the way. I mean, think about this, how it applies to your customer journey or your funnel. Like when you know how people are coming into your business and what's happening to them uh, throughout that process, you are more relaxed about it. You understand what's going on. Okay, systems save you money. You know, being an unorganized mess costs you money. You know, flat out, you spend more and you make less. Systems serve your clients and your customers. The better your process, the better the experience for those who you're working with. You know, they see that you're organized and it reinforces the relationship of working with you or buying your product. Okay, systems allows for duplication. Once you've got a system, whatever it is, can be done the same way over and over and over again. And that keeps things at a high level of experience, and that's what's needed for scaling. One of the things I love to learn about are the systems that corporations put into place. They invest so much in their systems as it allows them to function in a streamlined way. 
You know, it allows for training of their employees and they can enter the system at any time. Uh, you know, there's manuals to support this, you know, and it also creates the same experience for the customers, be it a taste experience or a standard that the customers have come to expect. I mean, go into any Nordstrom across the country and have the same shopping experience. Every Apple store, same Corporations have systematized their business from their design to how they treat their customers to not only provide the same experience everywhere, but to keep their brand voice and to save money. There are things that corporations can do across the board that lower costs. I mean, think about manufacturers buying in bulk and finding ways to use the same packaging for different products. You know, that is just fascinating to me to think about this on a global scale. So my first job was at Carvel. Are y'all familiar with Carvel, the um, ice cream place? So I couldn't even drive yet, but I could work the ice cream machine. And Carvel was the spot in my town where my friends worked at. You know, it was huge. Uh, they had this promotion, Wednesday is Sunday. And Wednesday night, it was buy one, get one free Sundays. You know, I worked in the mornings though. I was the cake girl. When I came in the morning, I would pop the cakes that had been in the freezer all night out of their molds and decorate them. And this was my first realization about corporate systems. You know, there were only a few molds for the many different styles of cakes that were offered. Turn a cake one way and decorate it, it was fudging the whale. Turn that same cake a different way and add different decorations, and it was Santa. The whale's tail became Santa's hat. You know, this was mind-blowing to me. How genius to offer more cake styles and cut down on the number of molds each shop had to store. And then the decoration system, it allowed me, a 16-year-old, to produce a result every time that loyal customers had come to expect. So in my business, I literally talk about systems every day, whether it's a system that I'm going to implement for a client or a system that I'm working on for my own business. Systems are a pivotal concept. And I will say, as a system creator, the success of each business owner individually rests in their ability to understand and maintain their systems. There's no sense in having a system if you aren't going to use it. You've got to commit. Systems are the habits of business. All right, so what are some systems that you should be creating for your business? I'm going to go with some broad strokes here at first. There's a book an appointment system or schedule a free consultation system. There's onboarding systems you can create. One of the most important, a content system, content creation system, and distribution systems. Email marketing systems are another one. How about a system to get testimonials from your clients and your customers? So there's so many big and little systems to create that I'm just going to break down a few so you can see the process and, and my, my thought process on this. One of the most important and beneficial areas to systemize is your onboarding process. Every business needs one of these. What is your process for setting up clients or even subscribers into your world? If someone buys a course from you, you need, a, you need onboarding to help them get the lay of the land. If someone buys a service from you, onboarding helps to clarify the process and gather the information you need or to provide the information they need. You know, a few other points on onboarding. You can use it to set expectations. You know, this is how we work. This is the timeline of the project. You can remind people what they agreed to. People do not always read the contract. I've learned that from experience. So your onboarding call is a great place to point out any policies that you want to highlight. 
And what I love, 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 love about an onboarding process is for something that is repetitive. Like what does every client need to know after they've purchased? And it's a high touch opportunity. It's a chance to wow your clients with the level of detail that you provide. The way that you take care of people in the onboarding process sets the tone for what's to come. You know, just this week, I was speaking with a travel company about a more creative onboarding process for their brand. You know, when groups are traveling, there can be 10, 40, 100 people in a group who all need the same information. So I love to use Kajabi in these instances um, and create a customized onboarding experience that, you know, for a brand like this would inspire their guests about where they're traveling to. It can lead them through the travel prep process, visas, vaccinations, access to forms, et cetera, and allows for the owner to build a relationship with the travelers, you know, as she's leading them through every step of the process that is, quote unquote, foreign to them. You know, this is really high touch and it's really spectacular use of the platform because it can give security and comfortability um, in working with you to for, for the guests and give security in the money that they've already spent and invested in this program. And as such, it allows for you as the business owner to build a relationship with each and every person in that group. So, you know, doing a creative onboarding can really be impactful to your business. You know, another one that I love, another system I love is the content system. You know, what is your system for creating content for your brand and sharing it? You know, flying by the seat of your pants does not feel good. I can tell you that. It makes the process so much harder and so much more stressful. You know, the more you can plan it out and the more, the more thoughtful you can be about it. I like to um, talk with my clients and like start with pillar content. You know, is the pillar content a blog post, a podcast, a live show or live that you've done on a platform. Have a piece of content that you create consistently though. Um, you know, your viewers will know when to look out for it and the consistency allows you to build out a process in your calendar. Like, you know, the content is due on this date, so you need to have it ready by that date. Uh, you know, and that also, if you're working with a team, allows the team to know and set expectations for the team to be able to do their portion of it. Once you have your piece of pillar content, you can then repurpose it into various formats and distribute it on social media. You know, so doing this is really leveraging your content. And, you know, you don't need to reinvent the wheel every week. You can use your pillar content to reach further and have a little bit of extension with the content that you're creating. Plus, it gets more eyes onto that piece of content. When you spend a lot of time creating a post or a podcast, you know, to just put it up on Facebook and say, here it is, that limits the reach. Because if you use it and repurpose it in different ways and different pieces, you're able to go further with it and get more eyes on your content. Each piece of pillar content should garner you eight to 12 pieces of content, depending on the length of the original pillar content piece. Think about it. If you've got a blog post, you're going to pull out a few quotes from that blog post for posts on social media. So there's two. You create stories from the post. Okay, two more. You can do a quick live about the post. All right, plus one. Then the actual sharing of posts for multiple platforms. So there's four because you're actually creating posts that are talking about with captions that are talking about your blog post. So that there's four more, let's just say. 
And then you can create a social post about something you were referencing in the blog post. I mean, say you had talked about a book or referenced a TED Talk or, or an expert, you know, so there's a few more. So already now, we're well over 10 plus pieces of content from this one blog post. And um, repurposing is a favorite topic of mine. So I'll be devoting a whole episode to it upcoming with really detailed examples so that you can wrap your head around what I'm talking about. That content system and understanding that and having that developed for yourself really helps to take that pressure off and that overwhelm away of what do i write how do i do this you know or your way or how do i how do i manage all of this because a lot of my clients also they spend all the time creating the one thing and then they don't repurpose it so to me that's that's a missed opportunity if you're not doing that because then you're just on to the next thing which is more work for you rather than taking the, the pieces from that original webinar or post or podcast and pulling eight to 12 other pieces out. Like that's what really you should be doing. I find the content system to really be the most life-changing for clients. And what's, once this system is in place, overwhelm around all of the content creation is, is really removed. Anything that you do in your business more than once should have a system. And like, geez, for me, I actually have a system for creating systems in my business. You know, this past year, I've really been documenting my processes so that I can create systems for myself and for my clients. And it's actually pretty gratifying to hand over a whole system in the form of a doc and a checklist to clients so that they can take it from there. And so what does that mean, creating processes? Like, how do we create these systems? So the first step is to write out the process on paper. And again, this kind of goes back to the brand voice ideas. Like, we're just going to step it back and we're going to slow down and write out the ideas. I literally write everything out and I do this in regards to the task. And then I also record myself performing the task using Loom in my browser, Loom Video. I record myself doing the task, you know, because... When you think about it, sometimes you forget these little steps that you do. So sometimes I'll catch little items that, I'm, that I may have skipped when I was doing the brainstorming on paper. So I record myself. And then I put these two resources together. So I've got one full listing and write-up of the task. And then I address each step in the process. You know, see what you can do to make it easier. Is there a software you can use to house the whole process? Is there a form you can create to corral the information? I mean, much of the time, like with the content system, each step has multiple little steps that need to be completed. So give thought about how you move to the next step. And that could be a space for automation as well. And, you know, one thing I've learned about systems in this whole general idea of them is to find a project management tool that works with how you think. And I've, I've got a few resources I'm going to share with you, but I really love using Trello for my systems. Um, you know, there's the, the way the Trello board is set up, you've got columns that house a topic and then cards inside the column that house tasks. And this is great for when there are multiple tasks and multiple steps because you can open a card and then add a checklist. So there may be 10 steps for one task and that can all go on one card. 
I love that you're able to upload images um, and documents to the card. So you could put your system doc up on the card as well and have it to access. And then you can move them around and also color code them. Uh, you know, I color code based on like, like clients and, and different things. So it's a really great solution the Trello board for the content system I was talking about. So, you know, you may have a column for a blog post and all the things you need to do, you'd have a checklist. You've got to write the post. You've got to edit the post. You've got to find a photo for the post. You've got to pick keywords for the post. You've got to upload the post to your website, add in and publish everything. Then, okay, so that's one card. Then it's how to repurpose that for how are you repurposing your content for Facebook, for Instagram, for LinkedIn? You know, you can have different cards with the tasks on it. And then you're using the Trello board to um, make sure that you're doing each step along the way. Another software that I went all in on is Dubsado. And this is my business management software. And it allows me to handle the back end of my business in one software. I book calls with clients here, send proposals, send agreements. I even invoice through here. And I literally got rid of a few products that I was paying for separately each month when I really started to utilize Dubsado fully and, and really dig into it. You know, it allowed me to create systems that are all in one place. So I every morning open up this software and I can look at all of my projects. I'm I'm able to keep on top of my invoicing because I'm not. When I start with a project, I set up all the payments for the project and then the invoices just go out automatically. Like that was pretty much the best feature for me to, to really help tackle the billing piece. So all of these automated pieces, uh, you know, I tie my calendar into Dubsado as well. So like I don't have to back and forth with someone about what's good for you. Does that fit? Here's my calendar. Get on it. If it's a client, it's I've got a, a button on my website that is an automated process. It sends them to a questionnaire so I can know a little bit more about what they want to talk about and how we could maybe work together. Then they get a time on my calendar automatically to choose that works for them. They can choose it. Once they've chosen that, I get sent an email that says, hey, this person booked with you. And they get a confirmation email with the call details inside of it. They also get a reminder email sent automatically before the call with the call details again. So that whole process, someone can come to my website, book a call with me, and I get sent what they're interested in and I show up that day knowing um, what they want to talk about. But I didn't have to back and forth about, does this work for you? Does that not time work for you? Bah, bah, bah. I don't have to send reminders out. It's all automated. So, you know, those kind of things really help. Um, and it's one thing that I don't even think about anymore. I just get the emails and show up. And that's another point. Like with your systems, you want your system whatever system you're creating to keep it to, to be easy. Like really try and keep your systems easy so that you can stick with them and that they work for you and that you end up spending less money in the end. One last thought on systems. You know, as your business grows, your need for more and or new systems grows too. You know, I had to buy a new computer recently and, you know, ugh. It was, you know, you don't want to have to transfer everything over and deal with that. But this has been a time for me to create a new system about diligently saving everything to the cloud. I've got a number of outlets and programs that I use, like Dropbox and Google and iCloud even, that 
I house work in and it makes it accessible to me on any device. So now I'm really diligently saving to the cloud going forward and transferring projects to the cloud to store them once I'm complete. You know, and that system, you know, I had half committed to in the past. And so now I'm going all the way in and it's already making my life easier in the process because I can be on any device and pull something up that I need. I know I've talked in earlier episodes about how I have spent um, all of last year implementing systems to help me grow. And now I'm finding myself in need of different systems. So, you know, I see the need for systems as like a friendly nudge from the universe, you know, to keep me delivering my best. And I already mentioned that systems are the secret to scaling. And scaling can also be the impetus for systems. You know, when you find yourself with issues of scale, get back to feeling in control with systems. And again, only by working in your business does the need for systems arise. So get going, even if it's messy right now, like that messy experience is your nudge from the universe. Like keep track of the tasks that you do daily, weekly, monthly, or per project and record what you do. You know, this is all the starting point for creating systems for your brand. Systems develop over time, and that's a good thing, because when they do, you really have the time to put into thinking them through and having working with them become a habit. So go out there, do your work, start tracking it, and start creating some new systems. Thanks for joining me today. You can access more info in the show notes at thelonggamepodcast.net. If today's show connected with you in some way, please share it with your friends or hop on iTunes and leave me a review. Until next time, keep playing the long game.